Hello guys, welcome to Feminist Inc, the podcast where we get to rant and scream about just how frustrating it is to be a feminist in Nigeria. Come on baby, the struggle is real. Today's topic or today's what we're discussing on today's episode is something that has really dear to me, something that has been bothering me for a while now and you know, as you guys know, I'm a bookworm. I don't know if you guys know rather, I'm a bookworm. I love reading books. I love everything related to literature. I love writing. You know, I'm a satisfied book lady. <laughs> In fact, my dream would be to have like a library mm, and be with all my pets and be reading. Mm, dream come true, baby. Anyway, something that I really noticed in a lot of the books I read is gender stereotyping. I read romance novels a lot because I love love. Duh. Who doesn't love love? No, like, duh. I love love. And I read a lot of romance novels and I love happy endings. But one thing I've really noticed about romance novels is the way they portray men and women. The harmful consequences of portraying men as predators and women as victims. Now you might be thinking, what's wrong with that? Isn't that just realistic? Aren't men naturally more aggressive and women naturally more passive? But no. And if you think that way, you may want to check your internalized misogyny and toxic masculinity. That's just the truth. I said what I said. If you are thinking that men are just naturally more aggressive and women are naturally more passive, you need to do some inner work. Because gender stereotypes are not only inaccurate and unfair, but they also have negative effects on both men and women. Let me give you some examples of how literature reinforces these stereotypes. Think about the classic fairy tales like Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. The female protagonists are always helpless damsels in distresses who need a prince charming to rescue them from their evil stepmothers or wicked witches. The male protagonists are always brave heroes who fight dragons or evil kings to win the love of their princess. The message is clear. Women are weak and dependent. Men are strong and dominant. Or think about modern day romance novels like Fifty Shades of Grey or Twilight. I definitely did something on Fifty Shades of Grey, an episode on that. I really looked into it and dissected the book. If you haven't checked it out, do check it out. I'll drop the link in the show notes. Or Twilight. I'm doing... <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to put all my cards on the table, but I'm actually doing... A review of Twilight from a feminist perspective. I don't know when. The female protagonists are always naive and innocent young women who fall for mysterious and dangerous older men. The male protagonists are always controlling and possessive alpha males who stalk, manipulate, or abuse their love interest even after. After it's just like that. So that's toxic as fuck. The message is clear. Women are objects of desire. Men are subjects of power. I like that. Or think about the crime three like thrillers like Gone Girl or the Girl. Ah, I love the Girl on the Train. I've not read like I just use Gone Girl as an example. I've not read it, but I, I know like the storyline and everything. The female protagonists are always unreliable narrators who lie, cheat, or kill their husbands or lovers. The male protagonists are always unsuspecting victims who suffer from their wives or girlfriends' deception or violence. The message is clear. Women are crazy and evil. Men are rational and good. Do you see a pattern here? 
Literature often depicts men as predators and women as victims in different ways, either by making men heroic rescuers and women helpless damsels, or by making men abusive dominators and women submissive masochists or masochists. I don't know how to pronounce this. Pronounce it. Permit me to pronounce it how I can pronounce it. Enjoy. Am I being? Or by making men innocent sufferers and women malicious perpetrators. But why does this matter? Why should we care about how literature portrays gender roles? After all, you may say that, oh, it's just a book, or this, that, that, it's not real. But I hope you know that literature is a mirror of life, and a lot of the literature that we read, a lot of the things we consume, influence our thought pattern and the way we think. Literature is not just entertainment, it is also education. Literature shapes our imagination, our emotions, our values, our beliefs, and our identities. Literature influences how we see ourselves and others, how we relate to ourselves and others, and how we behave towards ourselves and others. Honestly, that's, literature is so beautiful. One of the reasons why I love it so much. Like, you can't just be my friend or be around me. I don't know I love books. Like, I have learned so much from books. And when I just started reading feminist literature, my eyes were open, man. I love feminist literature. And then reading popular culture, popular um, books like After Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey, The Girl on the Train, and really seeing the sexist um, undertones in those books has really been eye-opening for me. When literature reinforces gender stereotypes that point, paint men as predators and women as victims, it has harmful consequences for both genders. For example, it limits our potential as human beings by confusing us, I mean, sorry, not confusing, by confining us to rigid boxes of what it means to be a man or a woman. So, basically, what I'm saying is that, oh, if I'm a woman, woman I must be a damsel in distress, or women are always correct, like all these romance novels that I always read, the man is always offending the woman. Shani. The man will do something asshole, something stupid, something jerkish, something dick behavior and mess up the relationship. The woman is always seen as the perfect one. I don't know if you, if you read romance novels a lot, you would have noticed it actually. And it just boxes women. So are you trying to say that women cannot make mistakes? Women cannot mess up a relationship? I think that women are always perfect. It's, it boxes um, women, men and women into these roles that they they must fulfill. It creates it creates unrealistic expectations for ourselves and others by idealizing unhealthy relationships based on power imbalance, violence, or manipulation. Actually, if you look at a book like um, Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey, ah, I was disgusted. Mmm, mmm, Claude. The power imbalances, they're just... And then it just creates like unrealistic expectations for young people that are reading that book and be thinking that, oh, is this what a relationship is supposed to look like? That kind of stuff. It fosters self-hatred and insecurity by making us feel inadequate and inferior. Like, okay, if, if, you, if you don't fit into these stereotypes, we start to see ourselves in another light. Like, when I talked about breaking the mold, the truth about men and their sexual desires, if you have not checked out that episode, do check it out. I'll drop the link in the show notes. 
like when i when i talked about it i said that okay men who don't want to have sex all the time who aren't who are h factor sorry who aren't hypersexual they may feel less than or they be they may be made to feel less than because they don't fit into society's special expectations of what a man sex life should be like that's the same thing here if you don't fit into this stereotype about what a man or woman should act like you start to feel less than like you're not doing enough okay that kind of stuff that these are, these are just some of the ways that gender stereotyping in literature harms both men and women and i'm sure you guys can think of many more examples from your own experience or observation so you may be wondering what can we do about it how can we challenge these stereotypes and create a more equal and respectful society because don't just think that ah it's just literature this see do you know how twilight's blue do you know how 50 shades of gray blue see after they don't turn up to film self like don't just say just literature young people are reading and watching these things and they're learning from it and they're using it to mirror their own relationships and their own lives so if there's anything we can do to challenge these stereotypes we must do it okay the first thing we can do is consciously read more critically is to read more critically and consciously okay like when you are reading a book don't just read it and be soaking up everything that is inside dissect the book like what this book the, the message this book is trying to pass how is it what exactly is it trying to pass across okay we can question the assumptions and messages behind the stories we read. We can analyze how they represent gender roles and relations, and we can critique how they reinforce or resist stereotypes. I know you're not a literature student, but anytime you read a book, okay, try and look at, okay, how did this book reinforce gender stereotypes? How did this book resist stereotypes? Like, what made this book stand out? What made this book different? How did this book represent women? How did this book represent men? Okay, is this just that your typical, stereotypical, the man messed up the relationship kind of thing? Or the woman is a damsel in distress kind of thing? If you get what I mean. Another thing we can do is to read more diversely and inclusively. It's true. It's not only Twilight you'll be reading, I'll be after all those kind of books. You read. You know, read deep, read books for marginalized women, read feminist books, not necessarily feminist literature like um, We Should All Be Feminists by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. I mean, fiction with feminist themes. You can read books like The Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives by Lola Shunei. That kind of thing, okay? Read more diversely and inclusively. You can support writers who challenge the status quo and celebrate diversity and we can amplify voices that have been marginalized or silenced by mainstream literature yes so that's just what i wanted to say today because it has really been on my mind i mean i read a lot so i see a lot of patterns i notice a lot of patterns which i mentioned earlier okay so <laughs> bye guys i'll see you next week with a book review and ah i forgot to mention it if you like this episode don't forget to rate and or subscribe and or leave a review it really helps me out bye guys i'll see you next week kisses <laughs>